Uh, hello, hello. Good morning. There we go. Got about the microphone. Hey, morning, folks. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hope you're all awesome and well. You probably weren't hearing any of the music. I was boogieing away here, and uh, I don't think any of you heard it. But anyway, there you go. Good to see you, folks. A few of you are up and at it already, which is awesome. Kevin, all the way from Florida, mate. Good to see you as usual. Andrew's in the house as well. Aaron's here. Tim, morning, mate. Facebook user, somebody behind the veil. Chris, good to see you, mate. Jeff and Brad. Bradley. Jeff. Hope you're well, folks. Good to see you. As we always like to do, do a little warm-up, a quick hello. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that. But if you're new, say hello. Let us know what you're doing, what you're up to. This is where we hang out each morning and have what we call a wealth coffee chat. Bit of a conversation about property investing, the trials, the tribulations, the uh, celebrations, the tips, the techniques, the ideas, the pontifications. Anyway, there you go. Lots to uh, discuss in the world of property. Certainly when the media get hold of the fear and ignorance they like to uh, perpetuate, there's plenty to talk about um, as we go along. But um, welcome along, folks. Good to see you here today. I thought we might talk about a little something. Uh, I had uh, a conversation with someone the other day about the idea of, you know, uh, we all desire, we all have um, uh, aspirations and intentions of having our property portfolio create a cash flow that we can use to replace some or all of our income in the future. Now, put that in the, you know, let me know in the chat. Give me a yes in the chat if that's your intention. The idea that your investments, your properties, you're desiring them to, you know, produce some income, some tangible, uh, positive cash flow in your pocket real usable cash flow income weekly for you as an investor in the future. You know, let's talk about that. That's, and I want to talk about that today. Brad's going, yep, that's me. Same with Andrew. We'll talk about that today because um, when we look at residential real estate, you have to tune it up a little bit to make that occur in the way we all think. Often, um, uh, often, Residential real estate has a lower income profile than, let's say, commercial or industrial or other things. But does that make residential less superior? No, I think it has a better profile than the others personally, especially for us as passive investors. But you need to tune it up a little bit. Let's talk about that today. Uh, and I want to sort of maybe, you know, put some detail around that and, you know, chew the fat, have a conversation, have a talk. So that's the idea. We might get into it today. But let's talk about the ways residential property pays. That rhymes. Uh, There you go. How does residential property, four ways that uh, a residential property, a resi property pays, okay? Now, chuck it in the chat if you know what they are. This might be a little bit of a... um, uh, a trick question, but give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Uh, I know many of you will get most of it, um, if not all of it. But let's talk about the four ways it pays. All right, there's four ways that a property, and it's probably 
any property, but let's talk about residential, a buy and hold residential property, uh, investment property, pays us, all right, as we go along. And a, you know, a few of them are going to be pretty straightforward, you would think, pays us. And I'm going to talk about, you know, the ways that the property makes, uh, gives us the ability to create income. Now, above the line uh, is pretty straightforward, right? What are the two? Yep. Uh, growth in equity, cash from the rent. Yeah, perfect, Tim. So rent, pretty straightforward, folks, isn't it? Yep. The rent comes in and you get real dollars. Uh, and we'll talk about the uh, the the profile of what I call the um, the income engine in a minute. But rent, it comes in. It's very reliable um, and it comes in, you know, weekly and, uh, you know, pretty happy with that. Now, uh, depreciation depreciation in the form of tax deductions or offsets, which puts money in your pocket. Now, there are those who like to argue with me and say, oh, you know, that's not real and, you know, um, you've got to pay it back when you sell. And I'm like, yeah, you do, but don't bloody sell. That's the point of this thing, folks, right? Um, so keep the damn thing, turn it into income and that tax depreciation. If you don't think it's real, I'm happy to grab, I'm happy to take all of your tax deductions if you don't think they're real, folks. <laughs> Give them to me. Give them to me. They're real. They put real cash in your pocket um, or real cash flow in your pocket. And yes, you've got to keep track of it. Yes, you've got to make sure that uh, you use it for good. I always say to people, any of the tax that you get back goes in your buffer, your offset account, and it's it's used for maintaining the property. You shouldn't use it as cash flow to buy beer and Skittles, folks. All right? That's sort of the first 10 years, really, of your property's uh, life. You should be reinvesting the income that you create from it, positive or negatively geared after tax, all goes back in, you know, because right now you don't need the income from it because you've got a job. Your job is an easier way or your business. It's a faster way, more reliable way at the moment to generate income that you you need to live off. Right, so let's call this uh, above the equity line and let's call this below the equity line. All right, Um, we talked about, Tim said, all right, what about equity? What about equity? Absolutely, um, equity. Now, um, how can you, how do you get paid using equity? Well, folks, uh, if you didn't already know, and most of you should, if you have access to your equity, and I talk about it all the time, I talk about it called equity lock or setting your loans, you know, reset your loans, your timeframes, your your 30-year terms, and you top your loan up to the maximum borrowing capacity that you have and, you know, create redraws and offsets and, um, you know, and splits and all sorts of technical things. Talk to your broker about this. Folks, um, can you can you use equity as true cash flow, cash in your pocket? The answer is yes, you can. Now, yes, if you take out $1,000, then there's interest payable on that $1,000. Totally, absolutely. Uh, if you do it well, and I'll, I'll sort of indicate this a bit later because it's uh, equity cash flow is something that you use uh, later in your, yep, totally. And that's the next piece, right, uh, Tim? You can use it for, you could use it for some cash 
uh, and you can use it for another purchase. All right, another purchase, folks, which is fantastic. So it, it keeps the wheel going, right? Another acquisition. Um, so that that's one way to do it. And then the the, the last one I'm going to call, uh, I call this equity arbitrage, arbitrage. I think that's how you spell it anyway, equity arbitrage, which means, and I'll, we'll talk about this in a minute, you take some of your equity, you borrow at 7%, uh, you invest, you make, call it 15%. You minus your costs, you pay a little bit of tax, and you might end up with you know six or seven percent cash flow over and above what your equity is doing over here. Plus, plus you've got growth, you know, as well. Um, away we go. So, yes, residential property can pay. Now, its rental yield, its rent is usually between sort of four and six percent, you know, um, over here. Now, commercial property and other properties can you know, yield a bit higher. They can yield 6 to 10%, um, still with some good tax depreciation too, folks, um, as we go. Excuse me. Yeah, there you go, live sneeze. Um, so equity, I like it. Residential, uh, and this is not about, you know, is residential better than commercial? They're both fantastic. Um, they both work really well. One has a profile that's a little bit more professional, let's say, um, and consumes a bit more equity and needs more work um, compared to the other. That's that's all I'm saying. Right, so how does it work? Four ways. It pays, and I like that. How do we structure ourselves, folks, as we go along? You guys have seen me talk about the thing called the equity engine. You know, you've got residential rents, pays all the time. You know, you, you could um, uh, invest in commercial you know that uh, that that uh, yeah, it absolutely, Chris. Residential is much easier to get into. Lending, you know, lending's easier. You know, borrowing's easier. The whole the whole thing, all that sort of jazz, right? So, commercial property. This is, um, you know, this is investing in sort of stock market uh, uh, property funds. And you know, we've talked about um, we've talked about joint ventures. Um, you know, and talked about you know investing in you know, other bits and pieces. So, you know, as we go. So let's have a quick look at some calculator stuff, right? So uh, I like numbers. I like a good spreadsheet. And let's have a bit of a, a look at how this might work. And I'll, I'll just take you through this. Those who are in our uh, coaching and mentoring program, your coach can can have access to this, folks, as we go along. So let's uh, let's have a look. And it, so, all right, going to build a portfolio uh, you know, we start out with our principal place of residence. You know, eight fifty. We've got a bit of equity. Let's let's start investing. All right, some simple stuff. And this is kind of saying, hey, if we unlock some equity, you know, starting out, let's say in twenty twenty three, we might be able to buy, you know, you know, one and a half properties. So we're we're off to the races. We can we can buy one investment property, and that's a start. That's a start for us to get into the into the portfolio. You know, and up here we've got you know some capital growth. I'll put 5% on there. That's not too ludicrous, um, you know, and uh, away we go, right? So let's go have a look at, uh, you know, go and buy an investment property. You know, we go off and buy ourselves a nice investment property. Um, we use some uh, we use some dough here. Let's, let's do uh, one, 175, I think it is. And uh, we use equity. And let's have a look at our property here, you know, um, 
make sure we fill it out. So I've, I've pre-filled a bit of this stuff, but I just want to show the point of having a portfolio and how we can make it work for cash flow, all right? So there's a bunch of things down here. Ladies and gents, this thing goes on for, you know, for 20 years and shows you what might happen. You can adjust some of the numbers. You can go down and have a look at the, you know, the equity from the home and then the borrowing on the property and and so on. You can have a look at all of that stuff, right? So this is our cash flow machine and, you know, uh, away we go. So, um, so we go ahead and over time we go ahead and purchase a couple of properties. You know, we try and sort of stick with purchasing one a year for let's say three or four years and, you know, Maybe that's not possible. Maybe you'd space it out, whatever. Whatever it works for you and just follow along with what I'm sort of saying here, right? So, you know, we buy the second investment property. We buy the third investment property and we buy the fourth investment property. Let's just say we get four plus our owner-occupier and we're having a bit of a look, right? So let's have a look at our portfolio as we go along. So, we're, you know, from today, you know, 2027, 28, We've acquired four investments and we've got our own home, which is fabulous, right? That's from today. Now, let's fast forward, call it 15 years, and we're going to call that, um, uh, where do we go here? I'm trying to do this. Da, da, da. Let's go down here, 15 years to 2039 or something like that, folks, and let's have a look at the cash flow, all right? Pre-tax cash flow, before tax, um, which is pretty nice. You know, thirty nine thousand, um, and depending on how you own it, own it, own it. <laughs> Depends on how you own these properties. May mean you know, uh, and that after tax cash flow would adjust. Uh, would be better or worse, probably heaps better, uh, if you weren't earning any money at that point. Obviously, you know, if you weren't earning your one fifty, if we go back here and have a look at our. PPR, you know, thing, we sort of saying, hey, person one and person two are earning money. Now, if we put that back to zero, right, um, that would be different, okay? So we're just going to have a look at the pre-tax cash flow, which is about $40,000, okay? Nothing wrong with that, perfectly fine, but is it enough, folks? Is forty grand passive income enough? Um, you know, and this, and I've only put some, you know, conservative numbers in there, ladies and gents, so, you know, might not be. All right, <clears throat> let's just say we're, um, you know, let's just say right now, even conservative, I'm going to do this. <clears throat> I'm going to, let's say we want to get a bit more income. How can we do it? I'm going to put that at 60 and I'm going to put this at 60. Okay, how can we do it? You know, we talked about it before, right? Uh, we're at 20, 20, wait, 20, this is a bit challenging. <laughs> okay, so we're here. So we're here, folks. We've got our thirty-nine, our forty thousand dollars cash flow, uh, and what equity do we have? Let's say we did, you know, we followed the instructions from our coaches, and uh, you know, we've got access to in our redraw facility across our properties, investment properties, and um, and uh, our own home. You could just do it on your investments; it no matter. Like, what could we do? Now, this is where this equity arbitrage comes in. This is where this equity is. Folks, you've got access to at 60%, $1.8 million worth of equity. Now, one of the easy ones, folks, one of the easy ones, depending on how old you are, you know, you could uh, use, let's say, 40 grand worth of equity 
Um, and I've got a bit of a rule about how much equity you use. No more than 2% of your total portfolio's value. No more than 2%. Uh, 1% is better, but no more than 2 um, That's my rule. No, okay. <clears throat> uh, and, you know, there's, um, there's a type of loan out there, <clears throat> which I wouldn't use. I'd set it up myself in this way. But there's a type of loan that uh, is used out there for, you know, older people, retirees, and we wouldn't be like old. We would be locked in and ready to go like we would have locked this in ourselves. What's that loan called, folks? Chuck chuck it in the chat for me. Um, it's called a reverse mortgage, right? Uh, there's a lot of people who use reverse mortgages. We're just setting up our own reverse mortgage to have access, what's called liquidity, to our own real estate wealth. Um, and imagine, I mean, this is only four investments. Maybe you had five. Maybe you had six. Maybe you sell one. Oh, no. Uh, liquidate, get a bit of cash. You know, pay a bit of debt down. There's there's multiple ways to accelerate your income. I'm into keep it as much as possible, and then what can we do with the stuff? So let's go over here. Let's just do this. Let's go and say, all right, I want to uh, invest some money. I'm going to invest. I'm going to get access to 500 grand, uh, and I'm going to invest that in 2040, uh, and I'm going to make a bit more return. I'm going to make some money on my uh, portfolio. So let's go back. Uh, I'm going to do a good return and let's go and have a look at 2040, what my income looks like. Voila. See that, folks? Right there, 105. All right. So you went from sort of 40, or if you go pre tax or whatever it is, I think I should have put it the year before, but anyway, you get the drill, right? Get the drill. We used our equity that we have access to to do something cool um, and get a return on it. Now, where do you get a 15 to 20% return? Um, well, you know, some of that has a higher risk for sure. You know, I do it all the time. Many of our clients do it all the time. You know, if you if you know what you're up to, you can do that fairly consistently uh, and you don't have to take crazy risks um, as uh, along the way. Anyway, there you go. So did that make sense? We went from passive income from the rental and we accelerated. We bumped our income using the equity that we had, which was kind of sitting around not doing as much as you want it to. Because what happens often is our values rise and our net return, like our return based on our wealth, actually diminishes, folks. It, it, it starts to go down as a percentage of your wealth. Now, now is that a bad thing? No. Um, is it something that you might want to try and, you know, make more efficient? Yes. Okay, that's the drill. There you go. Voila, done. So there you go. Can residential property, uh, you know, pay you a good passive income in the future? Absolutely it can. Um, will it come directly from your rents? You know, often it's a combination of the value of the property that gets you the income that you want. You know, there's other things. There's so much, so many other things. You could add granny flats to your property. You could furnish them. You could short let them. You know, there's so many things. You could debt accelerate, you know, paying them off and that would bump you um, income up. There's all sorts of tips and techniques. Um, plenty of ways to skin the cat. Number one thing, though, number one thing, folks, it's all hot air and sunshine. It's all hot air and sunshine. You know, uh, if you don't bloody buy them in the first place. So let's go back to the basics. If you don't have as many properties as you need, then get on with it. Acquisition time for you. Anyway, there you go. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted, folks. Good to see you. 
Good to see you. Join me tomorrow for another one. If you're up for it, you guys know the drill. About 10 past eight. Good to see you. Thanks for joining today. Done and dusted from me, folks. Uh, Looks like the uh, internet's playing a little bit slow. We'll see how we go. All right. Adios, team. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. Bye for now. See you tomorrow. Thank you.